one more turn. Episode 304, Heart of the Matter. What do you think I should do? I think your heart finds you attracted to both Caleb and Carson, for different reasons, even at different times. You witnessed firsthand how they almost let Bella destroy their relationship between them, again. You believe if you acted on your feelings for either of them, you'd threaten that relationship, again, and perhaps be the one to destroy it. Hypothetically speaking now, mind you. Of course. Hypothetically speaking, if what you're saying is true, then I've shown them both consideration and empathy. Hmm. More like a lack of consideration, Riley. And disdain. Quite selfish, really. contrary, Nora. I keep my feelings to myself because I can't decide what my feelings mean. Are we still speaking hypothetically? Gary has shown me that he has the capacity to shoulder responsibility like Carson and express uh, a playfulness like Caleb. I'll uh, take your word for it. Speaking of responsibility, though... About the damage you caused to the shop when you were here last... Caleb and Carson helped me realize the different parts of what I was looking for in a man. I found that in Gary. Gary is also old enough to be your father and is, uh, a certain someone's father. Oh, if you're gonna get that blunt with me, just stay blunt. Being in a relationship with someone also means being in a relationship with their family by association. I know you know that because you said as much to Bella last season. Mom, Max's influence strikes again. Surprise, surprise. Hypothet. Let's both be blunt, shall we? Non-hypothetically speaking, what does that have to do with Gary and I? I, I barely know Gary. How many siblings does Gary have? Gary has no brothers. And... And he has no sisters. Sibling discord. A variable so prominent with respect to Caleb and Carson, yet not applicable to Gary. You're compartmentalizing your field of potential boyfriends. Caleb? Carson? Field? I'm not saying you didn't make the right decision in choosing Gary over Caleb, or even Carson. What you didn't do right, and haven't made right, is how you express yourself towards them. Clueless, then insensitive, just as Carson called you out on. The only difference is that they both believe you genuinely regard them in that way. I don't think you're taking into account how Caleb works at convincing himself that he and I could be, should be a couple even. Or how Carson believes I should reciprocate Caleb's feelings towards me just because he's been so, so forward about them. You're back to trying to keep them both happy with you, should you express an interest in one of them. How's that going for you in keeping from expressing an interest in either? At, at least... Ah, forget. At least they're not mad with each other? Is that what you were going to say? Not that quotable. Riley. Fine, yes, that's the gist of it. You're trying to protect Caleb and Carson from, well, each other. It's very noble, but very, and I do mean very, misguided. If their relationship can't survive you choosing one over the other, then there wasn't much left in the relationship to start with. 
But you just got through pointing out that my choosing one or the other would threaten the relationship again and quite possibly even destroy it. But you just got through telling me that in your relationship with Gary, you're getting all the good of what you would only get from some of with Caleb or Carson. Are... Are... Are you kidding me to argue with myself? Exhausting, isn't it? <sighs> so... So you're telling me that Caleb and Carson can be happy with each other by being miserable over somebody else, or miserable with each other by one of them being happy with somebody else. Couldn't they also be miserable with each other by them both being happy over someone else? What? Did you not hear what I just said? Oh, we heard you all right. We agreed to let you stay here when you agreed to be seen and not heard, Max. He is quite the piece of eye candy, isn't he? What's definitely not going to happen is my dating both Caleb and Carson. Darn right. If you dated one after the other, you'd be no better than Bella. If you dated them both at the same time... Then I'd be that word that rhymes with gut, as Avery put it to me a little while ago. Likening to something you said a short while ago, Avery's not that quotable. Ask my witness if you really don't believe me. Who? Hudson. Um... I guess it's not that I really don't believe you. It appears that you're actually quite quotable, Riley. Focus, Focus Max. Max. Focus. Focus. Now you get why I do still worry about Max's ability in that regard. What you should be more concerned about is the inability of either of you to listen. All this time, you've been assuming that Carson is interested in Riley as much as Caleb is. Maybe I should start calling my worry into question. Maybe. But Riley, I think you're the one who has some questions to answer for yourself. One More Turn, written and created by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Edited by Dark Cloud and Michael Uber Marklar Bryant. Directed and produced by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Characters in order of appearance. Riley, voiced by Stephanie Makalua. Nora, voiced by Heather Pawprint42 Motes. Max, voiced by Dark Cloud. Sounds courtesy freesound.org. Music by Kevin McLeod. Voiceovers by Jordan Lund. Visit the official One More Turn website at onemoreturn.net. Copyright Civilized Communication at civcom.net. On the next episode of One More Turn. She didn't give Acme Smith anything. If she'd gotten whatever it was she would have asked for them, we'd be knee-deep in legal hell right now. Then we'd have to call in Gary for help. Screw that. Screw that! After all the droppings that have hit the fan, he's still your lawyer? <laughs>